want to see more measures taken by the government that failed in the past to prevent the spread of the mosquito that transmits Zika virus and dengue fever, which is a problem here for a very long time. Today, Margaret Chan is visiting Fiocruz in Rio, which is a, a prominent research institute here. And she was also in Pernambuco, the worst affected state. So I think she'll have a better picture of how reality is on the ground. That was Julia Carnero in Brazil. The fight against the virus is not just being waged in the countries most affected. There's an international effort among some of the world's leading scientists. Among that number is a man who pioneered work into preventing the transmission of HIV from mothers to babies. He's Cohen Van Rompe, a virologist at the California National Primate Research Center, and he's now turned his attention to Zika. Currently, we are gearing up to start a study very soon in the next one to two weeks in rhesus monkeys. So the aim that we have is to establish a monkey model that we can use to study Zika virus infection and then also how it may transmit during pregnancy from a pregnant mother to the fetus. And so once we can show this proof of concept, then we can use this animal model to test intervention strategies such as vaccines and drugs to block transmission, to block infection. Right. So at the moment, scientists do not know how the virus crosses from mother to baby. That is correct. It seems that the microcephaly seems to occur mostly when pregnant women get infected during the first part of the pregnancy. And so it's also not even known is like what's the frequency. If a woman who is pregnant gets bitten by a mosquito and she gets infected, what percentage of women would actually transmit and what percentage of the fetuses would develop microcephaly? So those are, those are also questions in which the monkey model can be helpful. Okay. And, uh, and before we even get into the issue of prevention, am I right in also saying that up to this point, we haven't had cast iron proof that there is a link to microcephaly? I mean, a lot of people say that there's circumstantial evidence, but could your investigations be that proof that it is a definite link between the virus and this condition. Yeah, so the value of an animal model is that we can really control so many factors. So what we can do in monkey studies is yes, we can infect a monkey with just the Zika virus. And if we then see microcephaly, that would provide the strongest piece of evidence that it's the Zika virus directly that causes the brain deformations in the fetus. In humans, it's a lot more difficult because there are often many other cofactors. Humans may be exposed to, to certain chemicals, but those, so those are things that we can figure out. Those are like things that we can unravel by doing very controlled animal studies. Can I ask how far this bears parallels with the work that you did on HIV in order to try and, I don't know whether it was to stop altogether or just to slow down make more difficult the transmission of HIV between mother and baby? With HIV, we know that the placenta is a very effective barrier. It's only a very small percentage of fetuses that acquire HIV infection during early pregnancy. So we think that perhaps with Zika virus, it may be quite similar. With HIV, we have made so much progress. Even although we do not have an HIV vaccine yet, we have been able to come up with strategies that use antiviral drugs. And these days, if pregnant women who are HIV infected have access to those anti-HIV drugs and they take them during pregnancy, and we also give them to their babies shortly after birth, we have been able to reduce the number of HIV infected children 
to almost 0%. So this is very promising. And I have good hopes that we can do something similar with the Zika virus. Is there a particular sensitivity about that, though, with your work, given that you're working on the testing of animals? And, you know, a lot of people are, are very sensitive about that. I just wonder if there are any constraints on you in terms of you sort of sharing your research in real time, as it were. I understand that some people have concerns about using animals, but we feel that this is such an urgent public health emergency that this really forces us to make progress as fast as possible. And so the best way for that is really to collaborate, to share data. I mean, we feel we are not really in a race in competition against other researchers, against other scientists. We feel we are in a race against the virus and a race against time. You've had experience of, of working with HIV. Does Zika throw up particular complications? Zika virus is, of course, a virus that we don't really know much about, but there are other viruses that belong to the same family of which we have been able to learn so much. I mean, Zika virus belongs to the same group of viruses like yellow fever, chikungunya, dengue fever. Over the past years, we have learned so much about those other viruses, and that knowledge will also help us to develop... Inter